Welcome back to Process. It's been a couple of weeks since we've had an episode, so I figured I would give you an update on where things are at with effective remote work and my productivity system. If you haven't been following along, Remotely Working, our brand new podcast targeted to remote workers to help them level up their productivity, intentionality, health, and leadership skills is now live. If you are a remote worker and you're looking to improve your ability to be effective while working and integrating your life and work, check out Remotely Working at remotelyworking.net. A couple of episodes back on process here, I talked about Rome research and oh my goodness. I haven't gone absolutely not so deep into Rome quite yet, but I have been using it consistently. And frankly, this tool is quite awesome. I'm even doing my podcast outlines in it now where I was using MindNode previously because the outline format of it and the way you can link ideas together is just incredible. The beauty of Rome is its flexibility. My friend Drew Kaufman has uh, put up a YouTube video, which I'll link to in the show notes for this show, about how he's been using Rome. He was originally the one who turned me on to the software. And the reason it's so flexible is that you can input information into it in a myriad of different ways. You can link pages together differently. You can structure your information differently. But that information is still usable, even if you decide to log it differently in the future. So for example, if you start off creating a page with book notes and you separate your quotes out from your notes and you don't do any highlighting and you don't look at anything differently with it, you just kind of are logging information as you go and you decide to start taking notes on your books differently in the future. Say you're going to put more of your quotes in there, you're going to highlight, you're going to link ideas in there. You can still do that. And the information in the old notes is just as accessible as those in the new notes. Part of the reason for that is Rome thinks in terms of blocks. Each bullet on a page is a block. You don't link pages together. I mean, you can, but you can link blocks to one another as well. So if I've got a bullet point, like this is what I'm doing for remotely working anyways. If I got a bullet point on one page that is my introduction and my outline, I can reference that on each and every single outline that I'm working on so that I have the same copy on each one. I don't have to reference the page. I can reference that specific bullet and pull it in. And that is extremely powerful. The other feature in Rome that makes it really powerful for linking ideas together that you didn't necessarily see a connection with previously is the concept of unlinked references. At the bottom of each page in Rome, you do see linked references. It pulls in the blocks or bullets from other pages that you've directly linked. So the outline that I'm looking at right now for this show, I'm seeing a page link from my process page, which shows the episode outlines and then the title for this episode. It's a nice reference to where this page that I'm looking at was linked from. But the real power, the real power here is in the unlinked references. Say you're reading a book about productivity. And a specific topic in that book has to deal with time management or time blocking, some specific topic. You're taking notes on that. You copy some quotes or some other reference materials from that book into Rome Research there. You forget about it. 
You go away, you start thinking about time blocking later on down the road, you're writing down some thoughts about it. Then automatically at the bottom of that page, in the unlinked references session, Rome will show you the other places where you mentioned terms like that. You can link the pages together. So if you've got a page for time blocking and you mentioned time blocking in other places inside of Rome Research, but you haven't linked them yet, in unlinked references, you can go down and you can click, link this one, link this one, link this one. So you can start to see the different web of ideas that's there just by basically Rome doing an automatic search and link in the database for you. It's really quite something to see. Rome is also becoming a sort of digital bullet journal of sorts. I think this is actually one strong use case for Rome. If you don't like carrying a paper bullet journal and you want to have a digital solution, I think Rome could be an interesting piece of software to look at for that. And here's why. First, you have the daily notes. Daily notes is a great place to note down things that you're working on for the day, kind of a capture space for things for the day that, that have happened, really functioning like a log, not just for ideas and thoughts that you have, but you can capture events, you can capture dates, you can capture things for the future. You can also schedule items to show up in a way uh, from the daily notes page or anywhere within Rome by assigning a date and linking to that date page. So if I have something I wanna see on May 31st, I can just link to the May 31st page write it down there wherever I'm at in Rome Research, and it will show up in the linked references when May 31st comes around. Pretty cool. Some of these things can take a little time to figure out how to configure the correct way, but there's some great video tutorials and such that are surfacing on YouTube from the Rome Research community, which is absolutely fantastic. This software has probably the strongest community around it that I have seen in a long time. Notion had a lot of raving fans, but I feel like Rome Research has a lot of people who are just clicking with the software and it makes total sense for them. As I mentioned in the previous episode about Rome, if you haven't checked it out, I definitely recommend doing so. There's great resources out there. Again, I'll link to Drew's video. There's other resources on YouTube, especially if you're looking to get a walkthrough. There's a user called Anonymous who's putting out a brand new free YouTube course, walking you through the different features of Rome and how to set it up to be an effective productivity tool for yourself, both for task management type sorts of activities, as well as taking notes and processing ideas. Do keep in mind that as you're getting into Rome, the cost may be a little higher. Uh, I think the founder stated that they're looking around $15 a month. So it's a pretty steep cost for the tool, especially in the state that it's in. But if you do find such a high value out of it, I mean, it makes perfect sense for me to take notes in here because it just works the way my brain works. You might find enough value out of it to justify spending that amount of money on a piece of software. Another subject I wanted to talk about today was the whole idea of writing as thinking. For a little bit of context of why this is on my brain, last week I did a live stream on the Effective Remote Work YouTube channel. The topic was work-life integration. It's important for us remote workers to think about that because you have the ability to integrate your life and work better when you're working from home. Long story short, though, on that live stream is I felt like I kind of botched it. I had practiced it three or four different times. I had the good ideas out, hashed out in my mind, and I just absolutely failed on delivering it. 
I talked in circles. I didn't get my point out very clearly. And that was something that I felt pretty bad about. Ultimately, my goal with remotely working and with the YouTube channel, this podcast, and effective remote work in general is to be helpful. And when I put something out like that, that I don't feel is very helpful, it just makes me feel like I completely missed the mission that I have set myself on for the resource that I'm trying to create here. But as I was listening to a podcast this weekend, uh, it's called The Opt-Out Life, and on it was a guest, John O'Bacon, who is a community management expert. They were talking about the concept of writing and how writing and writing and writing kind of refines your ideas. And this connection was made in my brain. I've heard the quote before that writing is thinking and good writing is good thinking. The more that you revise your writing, the more that really you're revising your thinking. I've also heard as well that an author, I can't remember who it was, that has actually won a number of awards with um, books that he has written set out to write books, not to share what he thought, but to find out what he thought. So writing is really this process of crystallizing your thinking into something digestible for someone else to consume. It's really sharing what you think in a lot of ways, but it does take consistent work to make it clear and good so that it's enjoyable and useful for others. The connection I made here, though, in this process, listening to that podcast, thinking through these different ideas, is that in addition to my writing being clearer, if I clarify my thinking, my speaking will also be clearer as well. So something that I'm aiming to do and have been doing for the last few days is trying to write every day. And that's the whole purpose of it is to try to clarify my thinking. So my habit that I'm setting up for myself is to try to write at least 100 words every workday. I know I'm not going to get there every single day just due to family needs, but if I can keep the trend where I'm writing more days than I'm not writing, it's in the right direction. I've tried writing as a habit a number of different times in my life, and it's all felt contrived and forced. It was because I didn't really have a defined reason to do it. I was doing it because I heard other people say, you should write every day. Okay, I should write every day, so I'm gonna do that. But it just doesn't last long-term. What's helpful for me now, though, and what's different about this time is that I have a broader vision for it. I'm not writing just to put blog posts out. I'm not writing just to crank out podcasts. I'm writing to clarify my thinking. And clarification of my thinking is going to result in podcasts, blog posts, YouTube videos. I hope to continue this habit over the next month and realistically even longer than that. Developing good writing is a skill that takes a lifetime to pursue, just like anything else that's worth pursuing, to be honest with you, like, like your health or learning or anything like that. So hopefully next time we check in, I'll have a good update for you on how my writing habit is going. I do plan to build a little habit tracker for this inside of Rome Research. But for now, I'm just enjoying the process of sitting down in the mornings and trying to get at least 100 words out writing. That closes out today's episode of Process. If you're interested, head on over to EffectiveRemoteWork.com to check out all of the other resources that we have for remote workers, like our community, the Remotely Working Podcast, 
and our free guide to conducting an effective weekly review. Catch you in the next one.